The big question is this, how are real estate entrepreneurs like us who spend money from our own pockets to build a brand, generate leads, and deliver value to our clients, how do we do all of that and still earn our next million dollars in income? If you want proven secrets to get to your next million, keep listening. If you want it faster, go to kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets. Welcome to the Kingston Lane Podcast. Hi, this is Sharon Trivatsa. I serve as the CEO of Kingston Lane. And today I'm going to teach you about something that everybody talks about, but no one really shows you how to do and no one really understands how to do. And that is how to build a dashboard for your business, just like a fighter jet pilot uses to operate an amazing piece of machinery to fly uh, you know, an F-16 or a dashboard in your car that you use to drive yourself, navigate yourself from home to work to appointments every single day. Now, the interesting part is this. I bring this up today because uh, I had a unsolicited uh, message that came to me and one of these entrepreneurs, you know, reached out and said to me, hey, Sharon, I listened to you speak at a private event close to five years ago in Phoenix, Arizona, and you talked about creating a business dashboard. And that was the one thing that I took away from everything that was said there. And he sent me samples of his dashboard. And he said, that is the one thing that has completely changed my life, changed the course of my business, and it has delivered a lot of success. So the interesting part is, is we've heard dashboards a lot. We've seen graphical dashboards, which are like circles, pie charts, graphs, numbers, trends. But if I told you, hey, go build a dashboard for your business, most people don't really know how to do it. And it's okay because whoever taught you to do that, how are you ever expected to build, create, design, and deploy something that you were never taught how to do? Like that's just unfair, and the interesting part is this, and I, I was in the same spot that you're probably in. And uh, this was when I had my first company over a decade ago. And one of my investors and advisors told me, he's like, uh, when I brought him on board, I asked him, I was like, hey, so can I uh, build this, you know, what would you like to see for our next board meeting? He was our, you know, I asked him, what would you like to see for our next board meeting? And he said something that dramatically changed my life. And he, this is what he said. He said to me, Sharon, I don't need you to prepare anything special for me. I just need you, I really need you to bring to the meeting what you already use to run the business. I need you to bring to the meeting your existing dashboard. And you don't need to waste your time building anything for me. I just want to see what you already use and you can explain your business to me that way. Now, the interesting part is I didn't really have a lot of what I was using. I was running it by pure gut and feel. You know, uh, the talking heads in our industry, the coaches, mentors, whatever, they'll say things like, oh, just track four hours of door knocking and you'll be fine. Like that's a lead junkie mentality, right? That's like saying, do the activities that will get you the results and then just keep tracking the activities because once you track the activities, the results will come and that's not the end point. That's not how you do it because if you do that, you're going to be stuck in the hustle and grind on how someone else used to run their business and they're telling you what to do. Most people don't know how to do that. If you want a day-to-day -day business, an episodic business, a transactional business, yeah, run it that way. And you will forever be working that way and you will never get scale. You will never get freedom. You will never get joy. You will never be able to build a business. You'll always try to get the next hustle and the next sale. And that's okay if that's what you want, but it's gonna leave you tired and resentful.
So why do I tell you all this? I tell you all this because I had to learn the hard way from a board of directors and an investor and a chairman of my board that I didn't really have a dashboard in place to run my business. And I had to learn it the hard way. And over the years, over the last decade, I've learned the very key principles of how to design and deploy a dashboard. Now, the interesting part is this, even in my several of my operating businesses today, all of us think about it differently. I don't impose my views on the dashboard. Like, I'm not a dictator. I don't impose my views on the dashboard to anybody. You know who I let run our dashboards? Our chief operating officer, because it is my partner. It is his job to actually make sure the trains run on time. My job is to review it. My job is not to create it. The dashboard for me in my world should be exactly what my COO wants, not what I want. Because I get to read the tea leaves from what he gets to build for us. So I want to walk you through a uh, conceptual process here, a five-step process on how you actually design the best dashboard for yourself. Now, everybody's uh, visual interpretation of the dashboard is going to be different. Everybody's metrics are going to be different. But let me walk you through this because no one's really taught you how to do it. And, and you're gonna, I'm going to compress a decade worth of experience into just 10 minutes. So let's jump into the five ways, the five-step process to build an amazing business dashboard. All right. So here's step number one. Uh, it's focus. Whether or not you even have a dashboard, whether you just have a spreadsheet with 50 numbers on it, like I would prefer you have that versus not have anything at all because focus is more important than intelligence. Focus is more important than intelligence. If you start looking at a spreadsheet of numbers or a grid of numbers or a whiteboard with the things that you have put on to track, anything that you have, any artifact that you have, you will start to get a feeling and a sense of what everything looks like. You will start to be able to read the tea leaves. The for some for as you look at the same thing over and over and over and over again, patterns start to appear. And that's why you there's all I'm suggesting is you need one. You need some artifact, some dashboard. You are driving a car, flying a plane that is your business and you just need some way to think about it. Now even if that means uh, you know, the, the, a pipeline report, whatever that means, you just need some away. And so my first thing is going to say is the first step is focus. Just decide to have one, just decide to have one and then just start with whatever it is on it. Now, the best part about the focus, everybody misses the understanding of this is, uh, if you take nothing away, just take this and you can actually stop this recording. Everyone thinks that having a beautiful, pretty dashboard that they can log into maybe on their phone or their computer and looks cool, et cetera, is the way to go. That is irrelevant. What is the most important part when I say focus is creating this dashboard and creating a habit and a practice of reviewing it every single day. This dashboard should become such an internal part of your nervous system that that's how you run your life and your business and will completely reduce your anxiety. So the first step in this entire process is one, committing to it, the focus, but two, really saying that, hey, every morning before I even start my day, I am going to look at it, review it. And sure, it's boring. Sure, it's mundane. Sure, it's not as exciting as looking at YouTube, Instagram and seeing whether you have three new followers that don't really care about you. What is important is the practice and the habit of actually reviewing at the beginning of every single day and at the end of every single day. If you don't do that, you don't have 
a dashboard that you're running your business by. Think about it again. If you're a fighter jet pilot, what are you going to do? You're going to think about it at takeoff. You're going to monitor in the air and you're going to think about it at landing the same way every single day. So I can give you any gift. The gift would be commit to having something and reviewing it often because the next four steps are useless. If I can give you more things about your dashboard, but that you never review, who really needs a dashboard that you never actually review, right? It's crazy. So number one, it's the focus and the habit. Focus is more important than intelligence and the habit of reviewing it every single day. Focus and habit is the most important thing because until you do those two things, the rest of this is 100% useless. Number two, a big part of having the dashboard is predictability. If you have a business that you don't have the ability to predict and create a formula for the growth of your business, you don't have a business. You're hoping every single day. If you can't say that, hey, you know what, for every 40 leads or subscribers or conversations that I have, I get you know, one, two, three sales, or hey, every time I go to a, every 10 meetings I go to, I get one contract signed. If you don't have a formula for your business that you have seen happen over time, you don't have a business. I'm sorry, like you just don't have a business. If you don't have a formula, you don't have a business. And the formula is not just asking everybody, oh, would you like to, you know, are you curious about the value of your home? Like, that's stupid. Like, don't ever ask anybody that. If Very simple. Like, don't, don't ever ask people things that you won't ask your grandma, right? Like, don't do that. What I'm suggesting is, if you don't have a predictable way of saying, hey, when I put in X amount of effort, activities, dollars, subscriptions, whatever, I get Y result then the entire job that you need to do right now is to use the next three, six, nine, 12 months to formulaically define your business. Because once you do that, it will dramatically reduce anxiety, it will show you how your business works, and it will help you drive an insane amount of sales, insane amount of revenue, and, and it help you get to your goal. So if you know that you have a formula to get to $250,000 a year, now you know that if you just 4X that formula, you'd get to a million. Like that's how this works. Most people are looking for what we call the 89th key delusion. You know, I, I, I don't know much about music, but I heard that a piano has 88 keys and we constantly are looking for the 89th key because we believe that that is what is going to create this massive transformation. And it's not. The second part is this. It's about creating predictability. You want to include things in your dashboard that actually show you a leading indicator of your success. Hey, what are the activities that you're doing? Are you putting out more podcasts? Are you putting out more content? Are you having coffee meetings? Are you sending out emails? Are you doing social media posts? Are you spending money on ads? What, what are you doing from an activity perspective that is predictable that will actually create back-end results? If you're not tracking the activities and the, the metrics that are actually driving the predictability of your formulaic business, then why do you need a dashboard? You don't because you don't have a business. You just have, you're hoping every single morning. And that's why you need a powerful dashboard. A dashboard comes to life when you can start to build in the predictability. And if you don't know how, whether your business is predictable or not, that's okay. That's okay. I want to offer you that's okay because that's what a dashboard's going to help you with because now you start tracking. You start tracking everything. You figure out which one is actually creating results. Like for example, we know conceptually speaking, we know that somewhere based on your skill level and your marketplace and uh, the qual and, and the sources of leads that you're generating we know that somewhere between 35 and 100 leads converting to conversations gives you one transaction 
somewhere between 35 and 100. We know that. Some people, it's 80. Some people, it's 40. And everybody has their own magic number, which I don't really care. It, it, it's somewhere in that number. The more skilled you are and the more um, tightly coupled lead source you have combined with the follow-up system, the lower that number, which is why it's important for you to know that number. So now it's just figuring out how do you get more of those conversations happening because we know that in our, in our business, almost any business, the business is all about appointments and contracts, right? If you're in, selling a high-ticket service, it's all about appointments and contracts. If you're selling a low-ticket product like an ebook, it doesn't matter, but it's all about appointments and contracts. So number two, predictability. How can you actually track the predictability number? So if you want to put something on your dashboard, you're asking, hey, is this a metric that I'm tracking that helps me understand the predictability of my business? So number one, focus and habit. Hey, have a dashboard, create the focus and review it every single day. Number two, are the metrics that you're putting on creating predictability? Number three, once you have a predictability metric, it's all about adjustment. As you see some, whether something is working or not, you can be like, oh my gosh, this is working. Let's dial it up. That's adjusting. Hey, this is not working. Let's dial it back. Adjusting, working, adjusting, working, right? Like that's the big part. The entire reason to have a dashboard, the entire reason to have a flight path, the entire reason an M16, uh, you know, uh, uh, an F-18 Hornet flies a fighter jet is when it starts to tilt, when it loses its balance, they see it and they can correct, course correct. Adjustment's super important, right? Adjustments are super important because that's the entire reason why we have it. So the third question I would ask is, are you tracking things that are adjustable? If you are unwilling and unable and, uh, and, and, the, and don't have collaboration from the team to adjust the things that are on your dashboard based on the data that you see, why even have the dashboard in the first place? Like who cares, right? So number three, adjustment. So let's recap really quick. Number one, focus and habit. Number two, predictability. Number three, adjustment. Number four, this is my favorite, is once you actually can predict something, once you can actually adjust it mid-course and the result actually happens, you get to number four, which is validation. Validation. It's, you know what, Sharon? We, I thought we were getting... Um, for every 80 leads, we had 40 conversations. For every 40 conversations, uh, we were able to you know, get one home under contract. And then you saw that happen. It validates your formula. Validation is a very powerful part of the dashboard. Validation allows you to say, ah, that is what we call a control. A control in statistics is a control. You know the path that you know that works and now you have a chance later to make it better is to beat that control. But you know that that is the baseline for your business. So validation of your predictability and your adjustments creates the control. And that's what actually gives you a formula for scale, right? When you validate what you did and how it worked or how it didn't work, it's totally cool if it didn't work. It validated your assumption either positively or negatively. It's okay, but now you get a chance to readjust. So number four, our dashboard is for validation. So if you don't have a metric on there that actually tracks the validation. So for example, a lot of people will just track leads and appointments. But if you don't track contracts, you don't really know whether those leads and appointments actually delivered the contracts. You don't know where the problem is. You don't know whether it's a lead generation problem or a lead conversion problem. And you don't know if the conversion problem has got to do with your systems or your skills. You have no idea, right? That's where this gets exciting because now you have part four, which is Am I, are my adjustments validating my original hypothesis? 
Let me recap really quickly. Number one, a focus and habit. You got to review your dashboard. You got to have one and review it every single day. Number two, you need to have metrics on there that are that drive your predictability of your business. Number three, are these you're watching it every day and thinking about adjusting those metrics. So that's why you have those. Number four, it validates the proposition of what you actually set out to do. And here I'll give you number five. At the end of the day, number five is a celebration. A dashboard is a really powerful a celebration artifact, a celebration mechanism. It's not just about the grind of looking at your business every single day. You got to find a way to celebrate the countdown timer, celebrate the hitting of the milestone, celebrate, 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 because there's an amazing quote that says, you get what you celebrate, right? You get what you celebrate. And that's a really powerful thing. So here's the five, um, I'll, I'll recap them for you and I'll share one quick insight. Number one, focus is more important than intelligence because just having any dashboard, any artifact, any report is good, but then also combining it with the habit is really powerful. So that's number one, focus and habit. Number two, manage the predictability of your business with the metrics on there. Number three, adjust, manage the adjustments uh, as you fly through your business. Number four, validate. Are these actually validating the end results of what you want to happen in your business? Number five, put up benchmarks and milestones for celebration. Hey, when we hit 50 sales, hey, when we hit, when we make $100,000, hey, when we do X, Y, Z, it's a time for us to celebrate because you get what you celebrate. Now, I'll give you a a couple of things that uh, we do on our team. The first one is, even though we have pretty looking dashboards every single morning on our internal Slack channels, uh, our CEO will jump in and, and he will just raw paste, copy paste the nine numbers that we are all tracking, that we're all looking at. Uh, maybe our membership growth, our revenue growth, whatever. And he'll paste it in the channel for everybody to see because it creates insane transparency. He'll paste it every single morning. That's why the team knows when they can start to see the growth. When the growth goes from 100 to 250, to 500, to 1,000, to 10,000, you start to see the growth. You start to see the, 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 the purpose of you coming to work every day. The second thing, we do is every time we get on our daily huddle calls, um, I love it when my CEO will say something like, hey, uh, I, you know, good morning, everybody. Numbers are trending in the right direction. That's good because it validates people that what we're doing is working and it gives us purpose. But last but not least is what I'll tell you. At the end of the week, our team will write, uh, we write a, a recap for the week and we say, hey, here are the top 10 learnings from this week because that is the celebration component. And that some of these are uh, subjective, some of these are dashboard driven, but the ones that we pull from the dashboard, everyone sees. So if you can't find a way to use the data from your dashboard to actually drive the results on the conversation and the transparency on your team, why even have it in the first place? At the end of the day, are you really gonna be a crop duster? A crop duster, like my friend Bedros Koulian says, are you a crop duster where you just pick up the plane, put a bunch of mulch in your, in your, uh, you know, in your pontoons and you're going to fly over a bunch of crops and, and spray fertilizer like you do every single day with four hours of door knocking and you have crappy scripts, you have no skills, you have no leads, you have no systems. And it's all about hustle and grind because you believe that the hustle and grind is going to get you, you know, going to get you ahead in this business. And you say, I need more hustle. I need to talk to more people. Sure, I get it. But most people don't want to talk to you, Right. My question is, do you want to be a crop duster or do you actually want to be a fighter jet? And one of the biggest differences between a crop duster and a fighter jet is it's a better plane, of course, but it's also a better dashboard, right? It's a better dashboard. That's why you upgrade the plane, you upgrade your skills, you upgrade your income, you upgrade your aspirations, you upgrade your ambitions. So do you want to be a crop duster? 
Or do you want to be a fighter jet? Because a crop duster wakes up and sprays fertilizer on crops. But a fighter jet wakes up, does a systems check every single day, loads loads up the missiles every single day, fires up every single day, and protects our country every single day. Do you want to be a crop duster or do you want to be a fighter jet? If you want to be a fighter jet, one of the key things is that you just need a dashboard. And I hope philosophically thinking about how to build a dashboard is really important. Now, don't worry about the mechanics. See if you can ask the question of, number one, focus and habit. Number two, does it drive predictability in our business? Number three, does, are there enough metrics in here that I can adjust to drive a better result? Number four, what are the results so I can validate that my dashboard and my processes are working? And number five, can I celebrate everything that we've been tracking? That's the five-step process to build a dashboard that will not just guide your business, but will completely change how you live your life and build a business not only that you love, but that you can grow and scale to create amazing impact in your life and with your with your family. I hope you enjoyed that. If you have any uh, feedback or questions, you can always find us on social media. Find me on Instagram. Uh, tag me. Send me a message. Tell me you liked it. If you want me to go deeper into it, I'm happy to do that. But I wanted to give you, uh, you know, a decade worth of experience in, in just an, uh, under 17 minutes. And I hope you enjoyed that very much. Those are the five, the five-step process to build a dashboard to drive your business. Do you want more real estate secrets? Then go get all our best kept secrets that agents around the world are using to win more listings, grow their teams, and make a fortune every single day. Go to kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets. That's kingstonlane.com forward slash secrets.